We are wrapping up our series, exploring what it means to be a follower of Jesus in the community where we live. First, we talked about being a light in our community, being a positive supporting force in our community. And then the next week we talked about as a light, we also reveal broken places in the community and we care, we work with, uh, in, within the brokenness to care for our community, care for where we are. And today is maybe the most important part, and maybe for some of us, the most difficult part. We are called to tell people about Jesus, where we are. We read about it in Paul's letter to the Romans in the 10th chapter, beginning at the 9th verse. If you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For one believes with the heart and is so justified, and one confesses with the mouth and is so saved. The scripture says no one who believes in him will be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew or Greek. The same Lord is Lord of all and is generous to all, all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how are they to call on one in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in one whom they have not heard? And how are they to hear without someone to proclaim him? And how are they to proclaim him unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. The scripture that Paul is quoting here when he says that is the prophet Isaiah speaking to God's people when they have been released or they are about to be released from captivity in Babylon and return home to Israel after 70 long years. Imagine that good news, release from captivity. Have you ever heard such good news? News that made you want to kiss the person who brought it. Maybe you said, I could kiss your feet. Imagine a release from prison. The beautiful feet that come to bring you the news. Your parole was approved. You can go home. I'd like to invite you now to, to think about that for a minute and maybe put in the comments there in Facebook that kind of news, a time that you've received really good news. News like the cancer is gone, the treatment worked, or maybe it's not cancer. News like it's a girl. The baby is healthy. News like, well, for my students here, let's think about the test has been canceled. It's good news. 
right? It's exciting. Or think about beautiful feet crossing that stage at graduation. Good news. So we think about that good news, and maybe you respond with some good news of your own. Think about that's the kind of news that these men in the story that Mary Grace read for us received. Life-changing news, release from blindness. The news, I have healed your eyes just as you believed that I could. And they opened their eyes and made out, perhaps for the very first time in their lives, the face of anyone, the face of another person. How beautiful Jesus' face must have been to them. And when Jesus heals the sight of the blind, there's always a deeper meaning there. Because he says himself, right? Their faith is what has actuated and enabled that miracle. Their eyes have been opened not just to see his face, but to know the greatest truth known to people, that Jesus is Lord of heaven and earth. Unlike the Pharisees and the scribes whom Jesus continually calls blind, these two men have had their eyes opened. They believe that Jesus is Lord in their hearts and they confess it with their lips. Paul, writing in Romans to the Romans, is telling us this kind of news. That Jesus is Lord. That God raised Him from the dead. This is the kind of news that opens your eyes changes your life, releases you from captivity, heals your pain, and sends you on your way home. It is really, really good news. Maybe the best news ever. God is generous and merciful to all. If you heard the reading, all, all, everyone. God wants everyone everyone to be a part of this grace that Jesus has poured out and opened up on the cross, seeking, reaching for everyone to repent and believe and confess that Jesus is Lord, God raised Him from the dead, and so be saved. And with news this good, it has to be shared. The blind men run out to share it even though Jesus tells them not to. I'm not going to get into why Jesus told them not to. That was a specific injunction for that specific time. The point is they had to share it. They couldn't help but telling everyone what had happened, what God had done for them, and who Jesus was. Now, that's the amazing thing. That in God's plan of salvation, this incredible good news that has been given to us, God has entrusted it to us to share it. We get to be a part of God's plan. Now, we don't do the saving. That's on God. That's God's work. But Paul tells us that our sharing of that good news is critical to the plan. In God's infinite love and humility, 
is the task of reaching out and calling and seeking with us. So part of being a light here in this community, in our neighborhoods, in the place where we live, in Greenville, South Carolina, but for some of you out there, wherever you are, among our neighbors and friends, we are called to talk about Jesus. Specifically, clearly name the name of Jesus Christ. And tell the story of what Jesus has done for us. Now I know that this might be hard for us in a post-evangelical church where evangelism sometimes means things that we don't really want to be a part of. But God might not be calling each of us to knock on doors and stand down at the falls with pamphlets. Our call might, is different perhaps. But we still have good news. And we've got one real easy way. And I'm going to put a, just a picture up on the screen When we have news this good, it needs to be shared. It cannot be kept to ourselves. It would be antithetical to the news. It would be like a doctor say, looking at the chart and say, great, she doesn't have cancer, and then keeping it to himself. It would be like the warden say, well, it looks like Jones gets to go home this week, and then not telling anybody. It doesn't make sense. This news must be shared. We have to talk about Jesus, to talk about what he has done for us and what he can do for others. When we bring good news to a worried and upset world, yes, there is a pandemic, Jesus is Lord. Yes, things feel out of control, but God is in control. Yes, there are fires and hurricanes and floods, God will walk with you through it. Yes, God has opened our eyes to salvation. We have help healing for the suffering and hope for the future. God, strengthen us and give us the wisdom that we need to share it. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen.